Stan the Joke Man Show, brought to you by FireMeds Cannabis. Satan. I had somebody read a teleprompter for that shit, you monkey nuts. Hey everybody, it's Friday. Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show. You ready to turn that mother out? Good, because I'm not doing anything in particular today. I'm just going through the headlines. Once again, at the age of 53, going on 54, overexerted myself again. Yes, see, I put the boat in the lake and got it cleaned up and ready to go. Fought like hell to get it off the dam. You know, off the trailer, I had it at the shop getting some uh, trim work done. And um, anyway, it took me about, eh, only took me about 10 minutes in knee-deep water. But I got her out there, and I was quick about it. There wasn't anybody around. But, you know, you don't realize how much you're lugging, pushing, and pulling until you're done. And <sighs> But then I got home, and I did some other stuff outside working on that garden awning, that rose garden awning, you know, for the house. And I'm making a real nice garden rose awning on the side of the house. And the reason why I'm doing it is I got 20-plus-year-old rose bushes out there. We trim them back every year. We just prune them back. I'm not going to do it anymore. I built a great big cedar rose awning. And, uh, yeah, I set the post, running rails, put a, you know, a canopy, wooden canopy on it and everything. I did design it myself, so it's absolutely Beverly Hillbillies. But, hey... No, I, it's, um, I'm giving the uh, rose bushes a place to grow. Can you tell I'm an old man now? Yeah, I'm giving the fucking rose bushes a place to go, and I, and I talked to them. Yeah, and I found out something. When you have to put bolts in and shit, five and a half inch, you know, setting screws and all that shit, they won't rip you to pieces if you're nice to them and you're gentle with them. This is true. Hey, I had the shit laying across my back. Thorns. I didn't get stuck once. I might have been in a pair of coveralls sweating my ass off in 90 degree heat, but I can't <laughs> I can't remember. That's probably why it really hurt me. I probably had a heat stroke yesterday. That's why I'm so fucking wiped out today. I want to say thanks to young guys out there, too. Young bucks out there, they got young families and everything. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of compliments and everything that come from people, you know, people driving by, flipping me off, that kind of thing. But I had a young guy, he's 30 years old, and he come to me and he goes, man, I'm, I'm not there. I'm nothing. I don't have anything. Are you kidding me? You're 30. Yeah. I started, I didn't start really building this three-ring circus until about 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. This shit will come. 
I know you see the garage. I know you see, I get questioned about it all the time. And I'm just saying, it'll come. It's hard to have these things when you're in an apartment, you're young, and you're trying to get started. I've been right where you're at. Okay? I've, I've, my family and I, we've lived in crow's nest apartment, garage apartments. <laughs> Old Victorian-style houses on the fucking Atlantic. <laughs> Tents? No, we haven't. <laughs> I haven't had us living in a tent yet, but the point is, you see, the way life goes, you bust your ass, and you're, you're in your 20s. You're out there just trying to make your bones. That's what you're doing. You're trying to figure out how I'm going to buy a home, have a family, and pay for it, and build a home for myself. That's what you're doing when you're in your teens, 20s. Even early 30s, mid-30s, late-30s. Then hopefully by the time 40 rolls around, you're in a home. You have your family. Hopefully you've been in love and got married. If not, maybe divorced. Doesn't matter. You can still have these things. Marriage has nothing to do with it. And you just start making that house you bought your home. It's your garage. How do you want it set up? Yeah. Yeah. If you saw mine, you'd see what a fucking three-ring circus looks like. Yeah, look up there. That's my brain. You see the inside of my garage? That is called drunk, sober, drunk again, then sober up one more time. (laughs) And those things will come, hopefully, without alcoholism. But if you are going to drink, fucking A. Yeah, you get creative. You'll have your own garage, you'll have your own personality, you'll have your own everything. Okay? Don't mimic me. Stand the joke, man. Yeah, the provoker, as I've been called by friends and family and shit. Don't copy anybody. You be your own person. You'll be happier for it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enough of that philosophical bullshit. Let's move on. I'm a provoker, hopefully of thought. So, let's look at the headlines, and I'll give you some of my fucking thoughts, and maybe it'll provoke. You're listening to Half-Ass News on the Stan the Joke Man Show. The question is, why? Earthquake shook eastern Japan Friday. That'd be today. 6.2 earthquake. That's a big one. Now, they say there's no tsunami warning. I don't give a shit if there's a warning. Is there a tsunami? You ever notice that? Hey, everybody, take it easy. There's no tsunami warning. You know, I like to shoot dice. Yeah, just like my dad did, just like my grandfather did, just like my great-grandfather probably did, right off the boat from fucking Belfast. The point is... I'd never step up to the rail and place any money on a pass line where the stick guy was going, hey, that as much as you like. I haven't put out a 2, 3, or 12 warning. Hey, fuck you. Who says? You? I don't know. (laughs) I'd rather play the odds, fucker. What if the tsunami warning guy is taking a shit and he missed it? Yeah. Yeah, you're building sandcastles because the recently unemployed Tucker Carlson has been put in charge of the fucking tsunamis and Rupert Murdoch is his goddamn supervisor. There is a 6.2 earthquake in Japan. 
if I'm on a beach, I trust my own instincts, not them. <laughs> I find it hard to believe energy like that just dissipates into nothingness. It's going somewhere. Yeah, probably heading to your beach. Here goes your sandcastle. Yeah, you're part of it now. All right. Of course, the big news today, the leader of the far-right militia, well, it come down late yesterday, um, Stuart Rhodes, sentenced to 18 years in prison for his role in the U.S. Capitol riot. Listen, you have the freedom to believe and feel any fucking way you want, but you cannot defend the indefensible. That's what I think about it. There's a number of things that pisses me off about this entire thing, let alone the attack on our capital and the attack on honorable men and women hired to defend it. You know, one of the cops died on the steps of the Capitol. Hell, he'd probably still be alive today if it wasn't for Stuart Rhodes, who completely incited, he helped incite, yeah, the violence. Absolutely, with his group anyway. Now, you've got to remember Stuart Rhodes the founder of the Oath Keepers, who probably had everybody in the world convincing him he was supported, in the end was not. Kelly Mag's going to get it next. You got to remember, folks, you try to overthrow the United States government, you're going to prison. That's how come Oklahoma Senator Mark Woman Mullen, his butt's going to be on the chopping block next. You got to remember him and Kevin McCarthy, they helped incite this attack. And what pisses me off about Mark Woman Mullen and all your little sissy-ass Oklahoma leaders, is they helped incite guys like Stuart Rhodes, and they convinced them, hey, we got your back. Hey, it is your concierge. Yeah, we got... But just like in true, typical pussy fashion, they hid behind the police when the shit went down. They hid behind, didn't they? Yeah, played both sides of the aisle. You're not a sign of strength, assholes. You're an embarrassment. Fuck you and your black flag-wearing cocksucking ass. My sons fought for the red, white, and blue pussy. You can wipe your ass with your fucking asshat flag. That's what it is every time I see it. Fuck face and asshat flag. Fuck you. You un-American, anti-democratic fucker. Leave it to a bunch of pussies who've never had the balls to roger up in defense of this nation. So quick to run out, put on their little hats, and run out and buy AR-15s to attack it. I don't know what the fuck you are, and I seriously doubt you can tell me what you're going to win if you win. Tell me what you're going to win you don't already have right now. Is your life a wreck? Is that somebody else's fault, or is that your fault? Stuart Rhodes. I hope by the time you make it out of prison, you've grown up a little bit. I'm sorry you got suckered by them millionaires to do their dirty work. God damn it, we tried to get you to pull your head out of your ass and not listen to them, but you did. Tell me how much money they've given you to help cover your legal costs. Tell me how many checks Mark Woman Mullen instigator of the January 6th riot. Donald Trump, instigator of the January 6th riot, that fucking hillbilly from Alabama, that swamp-running fucking dumbass hillbilly that was out there agging on the attack against our country. 
How many checks have they written to cover your legal costs? If I was as far gone as you attacking my own country and they did that to me, I promise you by sundown, I'd have a brand new collection of people to be really angry at. Yeah. And it would start by looking in the mirror. A lot of you have a lot of serious looking in the mirror and self-fucking reflection to do. I'll stop on that. Now let's talk about somebody else who's spoiled and rancid. But hey, she's still showing off her naked ass. (laughs) Sharon Stone's taking her clothes off again, folks. Oh, yeah. Iconic Sharon Stone at the age of 65. Hey, in defense of this woman, let me say something. She does not look bad. (laughs) She looks all right. Sharon, at the age of 65, took to Instagram. Yeah, just day before yesterday. Showed off her beach body in her, yeah. Sporting a green leopard print thong bikini. God, you don't need to be in a thong at 65, Sharon. Stone held up her phone, uh, popped out her nearly bare butt, and stroke a pose. I'll tell you, for 65, you have held together nicely, Sharon, nicely. I'd rather not see it again, but hey, I'm happy. They... <laughs> She's getting a ton of sport, folks. Even Michelle Pfeiffer hit her up on um, you know, Instagram with a lot of support. Michelle? Oh, if you don't know who Michelle Pfeiffer was, kids, she was Catwoman in Scarface. Who, why, when, and how I fuck is none of your business, Okay. Not your talking to me, baby. That I like, okay? Keep it coming, baby. Yeah. Famous scene. She threw some paint cans in a microwave, blew everybody up at the Babylon Club. Fuck yeah. All right. Boy, Frank Lopez is going to be pissed. Anyway, back in the day, heartthrob Michelle Pfeiffer, she took a front-page magazine photo and a pair of Levi's, and I swear as I'm sitting here, she had a total camel toe. And they, I, I, I don't know what that has to do with this fucking story. I just thought I should mention it. <laughs> it was like back in the 80s or early 90s. I can't remember. I think the 90s. A New York adventure park owner has pled guilty to pilfering $3 million in federal coronavirus aid. That's right. Donald Finley, 61, of Locust Valley, pled guilty to disaster relief fraud, wire fraud. You know, connected to the uh, small business loans he received during the coronavirus. Yeah. Took them funds, bought himself a nice little house in Nantucket. (laughs) Would you like to know why they do this shit? They know better. They're surrounded by legal advisors. Trust me. People with law degrees. Take Senator Mark Woman Mullen of Oklahoma, for instance. He's a fucking moron. He is. But not knowing is not an excuse. And that's why, as a senator, I guarantee you, he's got legal representation all around him. And they're advising him all the time, including the time he voted no on coronavirus funds for Oklahoma. Yeah, he voted no on coronavirus funds for small business owners here in Oklahoma while you suffered, while you were fighting like hell to keep your entire family life investment from sinking. He was voting against you. He went out and got that million and bought himself a fucking mansion. Now, why would he do that? I'll tell you why. I'd rather ask for forgiveness than permission. Remember when I told you everything the mob used to do illegally, the government does legally now? 
Same case scenario right here, folks. You see, in the underworld, if you have a big old bag of dope and you got to take it to somebody, you're obligated to take that dope to somebody. It's not your dope. You're running it for somebody, right? But during the course of the trip, you bump into somebody that says, hey, I'll pay you double for that dope. And you think, wow, I could sell this dope to him, have double the amount it's worth, go buy and replace this one, and then have my own stake in the game. Yeah. The problem is, in the underworld, if that guy you bumped into that paid double for the dope, if his check goes bad, uh (laughs) uh-oh, now you're on the hook for it, and you're going to die. Yeah. And the guy you sold it to, the one that wrote you the bad check, Mm -hmm. he's going to get it too. But you know who doesn't get it? Politicians surrounded by lawyers. Millionaires surrounded by lawyers. Who tell them, well, the law is about 60%, 70% on your side. Go ahead and break that law. And if you get caught, eh, we'll just say sorry and move on. How's that for honor? Don't you dare try to excuse yourself from having voting for them by saying, well, they all do it because that's a fucking lie and you know it. They do not all do it. Seems to be only the ones you get suckered into voting for. A Vietnamese noodle vendor has been jailed for five years. Yeah, Stuart Rhodes thinks he got it bad. How would you like to be a Vietnamese noodle vendor jailed for five years in Vietnam because you had the balls to speak out against the Vietnamese government? Bui Tuan Lam became super famous in Vietnam when he parodied one of the country's most you know powerful ministers. I guess he was in his restaurant eating. And I guess it was what he was eating and how he was eating it. I think guess he was sticking some food up his ass. And, you know, the restaurateur... I guess made fun of him, took pictures, posted videos, and now he's going to now he's going to jail for five and a half years. His Vietnamese noodle business taken by the government, I'm sure. You don't make fun of top communist officials eating a dish in your restaurant. Mm-mm. Wui Tuan Lam, the noodle vendor of Vietnam, is going to prison for five and a half years. So I guess it's only fitting for Stan the Joke Man to crack out a couple of noodle jokes. Bui Tuan Lam, hey. I wonder if crime is part of his daily routine. No. I hear the hardest part about prison is that time just pasta by. Indeed. The noodle is way out of this one. He may very well be Vietnam's number one impasta. I heard, though, he's really low maintenance. Okay, that'll do. Okay. A U.S. tourist had a foot ripped off by a shark. Yeah. Speaking of Yale graduates, she was on vacation to celebrate her Yale graduation. 22-year-old from Connecticut, who hadn't been named, who gives a fuck? She was attacked by a shark. She didn't have her foot anymore. Yeah, her left foot's gone. So? You still get your degree, don't you? Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy it hopping your ass out on stage in your right foot and shut the fuck up. Your foot is now shark shit. Probably by Saturday. There you go. Okay, forget about it. Yeah, Brody will get it and probably return it to you with that license plate. Okay. You need a car. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm wrapping up the show early today, and I'll tell you why. I feel like hell. I shouldn't even have done one. I've just, I hate getting old. This fucking sucks ass. But I'll tell you something. I want you guys to have a fabulous weekend. I know I'm gonna. Yeah, get your ass out there on the boat, but. Please stop.
And remember, there's a lot of young men and women, old men and women, that have suffered a hell of a lot to keep this country free. And I am sick and tired of watching the extremists walk all over them. Be grateful for what you got. Stop shitting on your country. And start appreciating what you have a little bit more and seeing what you can do to better your community. I love this country, and I realize just how fucking lucky we are here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up with the Stand the Joke Man Show. I will be back on Monday, Monday. Don't give a shit until then. Bye, Kandios, me amigos. Six o'clock already. I was just in the middle of a dream. Public schools are fully funded and there was no crooked school voucher scheme. Well, it can be late to the motel where I work as a maid. Put in over 40, less than 300's what I got paid. It's just another dirty piece of shit day. Another COVID downplay. Every day Now they stripped women's rights away Just another Taliban Kevin Stitt day Stanny Bridges says he wants to put Oklahoma in the top ten Here we are most violent, underpaid and educated, amen Come November, people from OKC, Tulsa, Lawton will bottom out their cars driving to vote the Palestinian again. Now it's just another dirty piece of stiff day. Another COVID downplay. People getting shot every day. No, it's not the Oklahoma way. Dirty P.